forever. Dog. What's an ice cream you don't want, though? Like, of all the ice creams, Julie Klausner, Kla- dot com, uh, Julie I mean, Klausner I'd be bummed dies. out if there, like, anything that was, you know, where you open it and there's shards of ice in, like, a, in, like, a stalagmite or stalactite or formation. You mean, like, it was left in the freezer for, and forgotten about? Yeah, anything with freezer right. burn, I'm not, mm-hmm. but I can get past it, too. Yeah, also... First of all, not a problem in my house. Are we still really? not rolling? Oh, we're rolling. We're Look rolling at that. On... Um, generally, uh, don't have a big problem in my house with, oh, my God, that ice cream sat there for so long that it's uh, got freezer burn. Wait, what's in front of the camera? Is that Oh, a that's cat? Brett's head. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was like a little tabby cat that what? wandered into the yeah. studio. It just looked like a furry being. forever cat julie i mean what if that's what if you have a network called forever cat on forever like a sub a sub network on forever, I'm willing called to, forever cat I'm, I'm willing to commence talks brett yes forever cat as a network julie runs under the forever dog banner i love it green lights yeah. all the way baby yeah mm-hmm. what yeah. what kind of shows are on what the feline like WTF? But it's like what the feel, what the feline, the Forever Cat Network, what mm-hmm. the feline. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> this is the greatest, um, comedy meow meow, right? What um, the feline comedy meow meow double yarn double yarn um. <laughs> And then uh, some sort of murder show. The perfect crime could the be like perfect the perfect crime. Oh, it right. Or my itself. favorite purder. My favorite purder and the perfect crime. I've never heard of the perfect crime. Is uh, that well, a show? Well, this is uh, no. It sounds like a true crime show, though, and this would be about you know true true crime stories involving cats. Um, uh, but uh, you know, cats. Uh, Murdering people, cats uh, doing sort of shady deals. That or sort of cats knocking over that. a box of cereal. Yeah, usually like they that's do what that. It'll, it'll, or they'll kill a bird sometimes or like. Well, what if it's just about that? My cat killed a mouse and then sat there. I mean, people that's like, actually. Every episode's kind of the same. We could set up a voicemail where people just leave voicemail stories about their cats killing small animals mm-hmm. and. I'll play those voicemails and react to them. Like, oh my god, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for four hours straight, <laughs> you're just like, oh my god, that's a weird one. Oh my god, what if you say that's the same thing up. every time? That's messed. Up. That one's messed. It's like up. Grizzly Man. It's like the end of Grizzly Man. Mm-hmm. You're just sitting there listening because I assume we wouldn't so actually hear the, the real audio. Of, It'd be disturbing. The end of Grizzly Man. 
it's that musical number in the grocery store, right? That's white noise. My apologies noise, to the cast <laughs> of yeah. the following films. Yeah. Tar, that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah, and when you watch Grizzly Man, you said the end of Grizzly Man. The end of Grizzly Man says no animals were harmed in the making <laughs> of this production. One human was, though. One Timothy Treadwell One was human harmed. was really harmed. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy was. Holy moly, was this guy harmed. What about the everything everywhere all at once about Timothy Treadwell's different realities where he got cast as Woody from Cheers? Because that was his whole thing. Remember in that movie? He auditioned to play Woody in Cheers Mm -hmm. and he didn't get it. And then he went down this rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. so to speak, not to mix my animal metaphors. But that's when he started, you know, and I'm waiting for that to happen because there's so many mm-hmm. things that have, you know, eluded me success wise. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm yes. just wondering, like, what's going to be my what's my Treadwell um, mm-hmm. fork in the road? Sure. I like it. You know what else I like? The show Double Threat. Usually Double Threat is. Me, Tom Sharpling, and I do the show usually with Julie Klausner, who she is not here this week. She's been <laughs> replaced by the second coming of Jill Clayburgh <laughs> with her cool glasses. This is a new one. I stunning, love this. Her stunning bangs. Right? Aww. What a compliment. Thank you, Tom. Oh, wait, it is you, Julie. Oh, my it goodness. It is me. Yeah. Well, Thank it's so you nice for the to nice, see you. Look the amazing. nice thing is nice to see yes, you. It's nice to see you as well. And and congratulations on hosting the Oscars. You did so well. Thank you. I had a blast this year out there doing all the song parodies. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I was just out there as doing. Uh, you were doing that. A violent femme song where they're like everything, everything, but you're like everything, everywhere, all at once. One, one, one for the hot dogs Mm. and two, two, two Two for the googly, two for the hot dogs and three. And then I was like, I did that. Then I did uh, when I'm a walking, I set my stuff and I can't walk out. I'm as high (laughs) as a kite, but I just might stop to see a movie. And then you were like, let me go on like a triangle of sadness. Let me go on. (laughs) Then I said, hey, look who's here. Yeah. It's just velvet. Present with. Then I said, do you like American music? I like American music. I like Elvis Presley too. Um, somebody mm-hmm. tweeted something. I wish I could take credit for this. Look, I've not seen the whale. You've not seen the whale. But somebody tweeted this, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. They said, "Is there only one s- frame from this movie? All I ever see is that one picture of him." <laughs> They're just like, is there even more to this movie than this one frame, this like close up frame of just his face? I mean, that's how you win best makeup is if it's just a photo. That's 
Instagram influencers have known that for yeah. years. Best photo. Best postcard. Yeah. <laughs> Best. I didn't see the whale. Yeah. I saw a triangle of sadness because you and Brett recommended mm -hmm. it. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I liked it. Didn't I love liked it. tar. Didn't love it. You don't like you vomiting? You know, I liked the first half of it more than I did after they like, I don't want to ruin anything, but the final second half. I, yeah. It's, 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 very, it's just a very different movie, right? Yes, exactly. Some might say that's the final third of the triangle. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I will say I started watching it um, on a weekend when I was like... <laughs> Had a little bit of a stomach flu, so I was like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. You can't. Oh yeah, you yeah, thought you were auditioning timing. for it. I know there was well, a my name's there was Julie this Klausner, one scene where and I'm and I don't think I'm giving anything yeah. away where this yeah. guy's like sitting on a toilet naked and yeah. throwing up. Yeah. No, the I thing I'll like, say about Triangle says. By the way, that's the triangle of, of sadness. That's of the real vomiting. triangle of sadness when you're sitting yeah, on, on the a, toilet on the and throwing up at the same time. That's the true triangle of sadness and wetting yes. yourself. Yes. <laughs> but what were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say the auditions for triangle of sadness. It's like, hello, my name is Julie Klausner. I'm here <laughs> to audition for the scene of uh, passenger on cruise ship. Yes. <laughs> uh, I... Hey, can you give it to us? Uh, give us one that's a little more playful. Mm-hmm. Playful. Yeah, let's hear it. More, more playful. <laughs> Just go nuts on this next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought, uh, the, but then that food that they were serving them, I thought, mm -hmm. I was like, those are. That's like uh, if if Terry Gilliam had a restaurant, everything was just you know squishy and wobbly oh, and yeah, tentacled. Exactly. And they practically came with that soundtrack of him going whoop, 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 yeah. or however he would animate those Python cartoons. Julie, you need to eat at my restaurant. Oh, can you imagine if he had a restaurant? Williams. <laughs> Although, who's to say he's not the one in charge of Twosome? Who's to say that Terry Gilliam isn't behind Twosome in some way? That's a good way? point. It's the first credible you, theory I've heard. Yeah. Did you to know that there's one in Orlando and I'm probably going to go. What? <laughs> because it's closer to me. And I well, need to go soon I'll say before this. it closes. First of all, if you don't come to the LA Toothsome's and go with me. Okay. If you're going to fly to Orlando, Ron DeSantis country. Yeah. You're going to put point. money in Ron DeSantis's campaign coffers. I know, I know. And and hang out with, it. there'll probably be Disney millennials everywhere. Matt Gates. He's Florida? Oh, yeah. I have some insight. I have an insight. Matt Gates is Florida, right, Brett? Matt Gates is Florida. Um, but oh, I, uh, I, I, I have an inside scoop on the on the Orlando twosome because I, I did some digging, you know, because my mm -hmm. theory is that this is some sort of tax shelter yeah. situation sure. or a front for yes. something. Um, there was a lawsuit uh, uh, around the Orlando location. Somebody, uh, it was an IP lawsuit. Somebody sued the twosome in Orlando, claiming that they had the idea first for a uh, for a <gasps> chocolate steampunk factory. Yes. Can we get the person who sued them on the show? It's I a, would love it's a real to. catch twenty two with that because if they say <laughs> if the jury says yes, we believe you created twosomes, you are immediately institutionalized. <laughs> 
for creating toothsomes. You're institutsomalized. <laughs> Institut. You oh have to God. eat as much chocolate as you can before you throw up. They drown you in the Augustus Gloop River. Do you know that they rename the river after him? Isn't that nice? That is nice. I, they, it's just, it's, 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 it's long deserved. It was a burial at sea, really. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Universal. So the lawsuit has been closed. Universal won. Uh, oh, it was a three-year lawsuit uh, costing over $40 million in legal fees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, Which is the equivalent to 14 meals at Toothsome's. It's is it not expensive? Cheap. It's not that cheap. I didn't know it was expensive. You didn't tell me it was expensive. You just told me oh, that the bread was raw cake. Great restaurants are always expensive, Julie. You need to understand when you're you having what a you true fine dining experience. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's actually, you know, the head chef at this place. It's Wolfgang uh, Yuck. <laughs> I think our Mad Magazine packet is ready. I think our packet for Mad Magazine is ready. I love it. Listen, I'll get on a plane. I just want to. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that I make it out there before it closes. Yeah. Well, look, you're one crowbar away from opening it back up. <laughs> I don't know. That robot could be waiting on the other side of the door with a gun. Hello, Julie. They programmed that robot to do security, yeah. I'm sure. I see you made it into Toothsome's. <laughs> Just in the dark, you see two glowing eyes. It's Jacques. I'm not afraid of Jacques. Is the robot's I'm name s- Jacques? Uh, yeah, I believe it's Jacques, right? Jacques. Yes! Yeah. Okay. Great. I, th- I think and talk about Toothsome every day. All right. And by the way... If when I is your your birthday? Your birthday is, is in July. first week of July. I don't think it'll make it to July. I just don't. Man, we might have to get you an early birthday present then. Yeah, I gotta go. I I, I really yeah. want to go. You're gonna get to yeah. some. God is I'm my so witness. Con- I'm so confused about this lawsuit only affecting the Orlando location. I'm reading it right now. So, uh, cuz the Orlando location opened up first. Um this is back in 2019. Uh, an Ohio man named Adam Limley claimed the company stole his idea for a quote, chocolate factory themed restaurant. Will you Google Adam Limley and see if he has any like science fiction books for sale? Yeah. He uh man, I think he got I think he got he he sued them. Mm-hmm. Lost and now is responsible for all legal fees, uh, which wow. is like total the forty million dollars. So he really. I don't want Adam yeah. Limley on the show. I just yeah, I don't know he's going to whine uh, about that, and I don't blame him. But oh. I just don't, I wouldn't want to listen to me. Sounds like he's got me. a case too. He said he pitched the idea in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, had acquired a trademark yeah. for the quote chocolate he factory. Pitched he pitched it to, his... it to Universal. Oh, to he Universal. copyrighted no, the phrase chocolate factory. Where on earth he... would he have gotten that idea? Only pitched it to Universal if his pet. Raccoon is named Universal. Yeah. Also, you ever hear Willy Wonka? Yeah. You heard of Willy factory. Wonka? Charlie. You also had Chocolate Factory Charlie. Charlie, Violet. Charlie. The Charlie, Violet. Hold on. Charlie, Violet. Yeah. Mike. Mike Augustus. Augustus and uh, Veruca. Veruca. And the rest. And the Oompa Loompa. I'm going to say, first of all, we got to go easy yep. on this guy. This guy's right. pretty fast on a lawsuit. Uh, 
This I don't want to see Forever Dog versus. Yeah, I, I don't know if we want to get Tango with Adam Limley. The mystery no. deepens here. Uh, it says Tangle in- or Tango. I say Either. Tangle, but I think both work. <laughs> yeah, I would not want to Tangle with nor ta- Tango with mm-hmm. Adam Limley. Uh, the lawsuit here says that uh, I'm suing uh, Brett Boehm because he uh, won't want to Tango with me. Uh, <laughs> For I asked him very dollars. nicely. I actually have a, I actually have a rose in between my teeth right now. Yeah, I actually have a plan. I'm suing him for forty million and one hundred dollars. <laughs> that way, I, I use that extra hundred dollars. I walk to away with a hundred. Buy bucks. myself um, a curly whirly. <laughs> you can make that check to Universal Studios, Brett. In a, I'm sorry, I, I have to read this. This is, okay. this is, this, the mystery is now, this is, this might, this might be my, this might be the next six months of my life here getting into this. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, Sandy. Hang tight. Hang tight. <laughs> You'll be two twice. <laughs> Sandy calls it the terrible twos yeah. because, yeah, because of how terrible Brett was. His dad was obsessed with this toothsome lawsuit. Don't worry, Sandy. I'll be coming off of this yeah. right in time for your no. second birthday. No, we got this. Is, we're heading into one. Lenny Bruce territory now, where it's like Brett. Brett's actually hanging me half Lenny Bruce, half like Richard Dreyfus in Close Encounters. Mm-hmm. Yes, I built a chocolate factory in the house. It's an emporium. All I right. just want Brett to start dressing steampunk. I do too. That's an easy. That's a. That's an easy. It's so easy. It's an easy. It's just a matter of like adding a comma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not a new draft. Mm -hmm. So let's let's hear this. In a lawsuit filed in uh, the Orange County, Florida Circuit Court, Adam Limley claims. Now this is going way back to the beginning. Claims he was working on a business concept he called one eight hundred Santa Claus in two thousand three. So this is back in two thousand three. He was working on something called one eight hundred Santa Claus. Uh, when he asked his nine-year-old daughter, Lindsay, to draw a map of the North Pole because he thought that his daughter's vision of the North Pole would better connect with young children than one drafted by an adult. I have no idea what 1-800-Santa Claus was, though. As he recounts in the lawsuit, there was one feature of Lindsay's drawing that drew his attention, a small building that she called the Chocolate Factory. He asked his daughter about what this building was and what it represented, and she told him that's where the elves eat. Lindsay then explained her concept to her father, which involved an elaborate interactive culinary and confectionery vision, which involved mm. an experience for visitors combining all five human senses. Limley immediate quote immediately realized his young daughter had a vision with quote unlimited global potential, mass appeal, and tremendous opportunity for exponential oh, growth and scalability. Don't get yeah. like this with Sandy, Brett. Yeah. If he does a drawing of an alien, like don't lose your yeah. mind. Yeah, exactly. Don't be like, my child, I'm going to sue George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my child's a genius, and he's yeah. got this, like, unbelievable, yeah. idea, like, you know, and then yeah. next Sandy. thing you know, you and James Cameron are in court for five years. Exactly. Sandy draws a picture of the thing, and that Brett sees a commercial for it. On the th- it vaguely invokes it. Lawsuit time. Also, the fact that his kid drew a chocolate factory, like, yeah, no shit, she probably saw Willy Wonka. Yeah. She wasn't... She wasn't neglected. Every child should see Willy Wonka. Or she just thought of what every kid would think of. What if there's a place that makes chocolate all the time? When I was a child, I thought about chocolate factories more than I thought about the following things. My parents, Mm -hmm. school, other students. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Books. Books. Yeah. So <laughs> he uh, there's a little bit more to this story. So he also has litigated with uh, the Cheesecake Factory and Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, who he also claims some degree of uh, of IP uh, mm-hmm. shenanigans with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he presented the idea to Universal. Um, and basically he's saying that he got kind of Winklevoss here. He How like, he, he presented the idea. How did they take him? Are you sure he just didn't buy a ticket to the theme park and try to talk to someone who runs like the roller coaster? Yeah. You know what this, I mean? Like you can't get a sketchy. meeting if you're just a schlub in the street. You're like, I've got this idea to sell you. They're going to mm-hmm. take a meeting from you. Mm-hmm. Will they? If they will, I've got mm-hmm. some ideas. Yeah. Let's... It's like minions, but with tits. Mm-hmm. So that's the story. He basically says that he pitched it to Universal um, and they were very interested, but then secretly they were kind of like stringing him along. And then secretly they were doing, you know, Mark Zuckerberg making Facebook. They were they were making their own chocolate factory based on his idea without telling him and stringing him along uh, while they were doing it. Uh, But he did lose this lawsuit um, and uh, is Mm -hmm. now on the hook, probably still on the hook to Universal for those legal fees. Pay to the order of universal amount, $30. Okay, let me put that in the ledger. We are at $40,900,000. Like, <clears throat> hold on. I just need to make a call real quick. I hope you don't mind. i to put a theory. I'm calling Universal Studios Hollywood. Detailed information about our world-famous studio tour and theme park may also be found on our website at universalstudioshollywood.com. Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. They always change. Is this the Universal's Studios hotline? Yeah. I want to see if I... Tickets for Universal Studios Hollywood. Press 1. They're not going to give you a meeting. I'm getting a meeting. I don't know, Tom. For information regarding blackout dates, press 3. Are you going to call his... What's his name? Matt Lumley? Uh, I'm looking here. Adam Limley. I found his uh, business he registered, the Chocolate Factory LLC. I've got an address. Maybe I could just uh, hear these options again. Show up. Show up. <laughs> Dress like Willy Wonka. Let me Google Earth this. See if yeah, this is a PO box or wish uh, me luck on this. Oh no, I got Street View. Yeah, this is his house. Does his house look like? Uh... Looks very nice. Very nice, like suburban Ohio, little uh, ranch house. It's very nice. Nice yard. He's doing fine. One eight hundred Santa Claus. Which doesn't even. There's too many numbers on that. Oh yeah, I guess there is. <laughs> like you hit the, you get keep the going. CL, and then you just yeah. keep poking, yeah, keep yeah. poking your fingers. <laughs> you're done. You hear like ho ho, and you're going ant It's like ho ho ho. It's me. Welcome to the North Pole. You're naughty. Press one if you're naughty. And you press one and he's like, oh, ho, ho, I'm sure you did mm-hmm. that by mistake, Butterfingers. Yeah. It's a waste of my God. Matt Limley, Adam Limley. Adam Limley. That just proves that he could not have gotten a meeting. I couldn't get a meeting. Yeah, there's no way. No. All right, one other call I got to make. Hollywood Yeah, hi. Uh, do you have any steampunk outfits? 
I'm sorry, what are you looking for? Steampunk. I want to be a steampunk. My name is Brett, and I want to be a steampunk. This Hollywood toy and costume. You just Pop immediately get goggles. transferred every time. Whoever the first, whoever the first line of defense is on these phones yeah. isn't. Hop hat, goggles, got no time watch, for it. watch fobs. Yeah. Jeans, watch. You could also tell me what to say, Julie. Too. I'll just. Repeat. Hi, different costumes. Um, what are you looking for? I want to be a steampunk. My name is Brett. Oh, you want to do steampunk? Yeah, like over at Toothsome's. Um, so we don't carry a lot of steampunk costumes. We carry a lot of accessories, though. So. Like watch fobs and no, goggles, top hats, goggles, masks, top hats. Um, we have like maybe some like steampunk, maybe eight coats, like one. Uh, but for the most part, it's all going to be accessories. Oh, okay, okay. And one other question. Do you have any of the Scream masks, but in blue? No, not blue. We just have the, just the regular basic ghost face. Okay, thank you. Ask if you could paint, it. If you could paint it. It's a costume, but it's like an American flag, and one is a pumpkin. <laughs> okay. blue, though. And if I buy the thing, I can paint it, though. I, I legally can paint it. I mean, yeah, I mean, once, I mean, yeah. If you purchase okay. it, you can. Just, yeah, you I just want to make sure. I don't want ghost yeah, face yeah. coming after me. No, 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 you're good. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I'm Brett. Bye. <laughs> Unparalleled service. Unparalleled can service. Now call, Steam, now call Steampunk. I mean, call uh, Tusum. Yeah. Will you please call Tusum and make a reservation <laughs> under the name Brett Steampunk? Steampunk Brett. And ask if you can if they if they could provide a chair for your robot. And <laughs> If they're and if Jacques gets along with other robots. Oh, thank you for calling the Tootsome Chocolate Emporium and Savory Feast Kitchen, located on Universal City Walk, Hollywood. Wait, I have a steampunk name generator here. Ooh, mm-hmm. Mortimer Francis Fuzzy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Brett is better than all of these. Names. Bartholomew Ted Winlass. Sounds farty to me. Andy Ernest Jelly. I don't know how steampunk that is. Yeah, where are they getting these? I don't know. Zachariah Absalom Wallstrand. That's pretty that steampunk. Good. That one's mm-hmm. good. I like that one. All right, that's my steampunk alias, Tom, if you need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you start the call when you talk to someone, Tom? Will you say, my name is Steampunk Bread and I wish to sup? <laughs> you got it. They're so busy over there. This this phone ain't getting picked mm-hmm. up. They gotta line out the door. Mm-hmm. They're stuffing cash into into pillowcases yeah, over there right like now. That. Yeah, it's more like they're stuffing it into pillowcases that they're taking out the back door. Here we go. Yes, hi. My name is Steampunk Brett. Uh, I've eaten at this establishment many times. I just have a couple questions. If there's a lost and found there, I cannot find for the life of me on my watch fob. I must have left it at one of the tables upstairs when I was supping there last week. Um, I'm also wondering what the soup options might be for April 11th, which is the next time I will be supping at the establishment. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe if you find my watch fob, you can let me know. And uh, looking forward Ask to getting my... Uh, Ask about some, your robot. Your robot. And, your robot. and with the robots also, I'm just... <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you have to go in on April 11th, Brett. And and if they don't have a reservation, you got to act real confused. Great. So I'll get a steampunk outfit by April 11th. Hold on. Let me look at my calendar because mm-hmm. if I could find a cheap flight just to come out for one day. Yeah. One day you get you arrive at you take you take a, a red eye. I might. We have I'll lunch take a red eye and after, dinner oh, there, oh, and we drop you over the airport. You take another red eye back. <laughs> Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Now, we had some exciting uh, developments. Last week, we talked about Gonger, the most recent addition to the Sesame Street cast. New to us, maybe not new to people who watch Sesame Street regularly. We flipped for Gonger. I have watched Gonger videos twice over the last week on my own. Really? Yeah. Well, the thing about Gonger and Cookie... So, Gonger is Cookie Monster's friend, and... The nice thing about it is that the two have worked themselves up energy. Like work you, like no if there was yeah. something bad that happened, neither of them would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> like I think no. they just they just stress each other out. Yeah. And and they, they, and they also have that like Julie. A what? Then they, they, they drive run a food truck. A right? food truck. They drive a food truck. Okay, that's good to know. So they they run a business together and they're they're unhinged and they have like they're very they 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 stress each other out and then they also kind of i realize they have like small dog big dog energy in the way that in those looney tunes where like the big dog is yes. kind of dopey and the small dog is kind of you know peevish 100% gonger is so enthusiastic gonger knows cookie monster's a little out of control but he loves it he yes. loves Cookie Monster so much. And they're just teaming up to, because it'll start with like a video of like, hi, Cookie Monster and Gonger. I love uh, peanut butter sandwiches with apple slices. And can you make a me a peanut butter sandwich and apple slices? And then the two of them get to work on it. And then they're like, we need more apples. So or they need more peanuts. So they drive to a peanut farm. And this. They both drive or does one drive and Cookie the other Monster doesn't? Drives. And this truck, this food truck, literally has off the top of the the like the little like like the vent on the top looks oh, like a it chef's have hat. Eyes? Yeah, they put googly, they put sh- Cookie Monster eyes on it, and the vent resembles the chef hat. <laughs> and they drive to the farm, and then they ask questions about peanuts, and then they come back with the peanuts, and then make the food, and they give the recipe, and. Then remember how the food was being put on some sort of tray that had like a weird, yes. sp- like a little like. We weren't sure if it was a catapult. They launched the food to the person who asked on the screen for the food. 
Oh, that's great. And so then they catch like, it like off screen. And then they're like, thank you, Cookie Monster. Thank you, Gonger. I love my sandwich. Is that from was that because of COVID when it was like no contact delivery? It might rather have, been, have Cookie yeah. Monster and Gonger like catapulted in from their <laughs> from their food truck. Because if I could point. still do that, although oh, I'd yeah. be tempted to go down and get in the truck. I just want to say these Muppet people. Yes. They're going down the wrong road. I just accept them now. They are lost souls. Sure. These Sesame Street characters are That's where fun. They're cute. They're inventive. They're, they're, there's they're, a joy to them. They're addicted to chaos. Yeah. They're not so busy working up a parody, uh, like a, a, right. a, a an avatar parody. With, right. They just, they just are. Yes. And that's the difference. Yeah. I'm pro Sesame Street, anti, anti Muppet show. Mm-hmm. You tell me Gonger, Gonger's so charming. I want These a gonger two definitely, shirt. They definitely have chemistry. Yeah. Who would have thought after all these years, Cookie Monster would have a pal? Did you ever think as a kid, no, oh, someday they'll give Cookie alone. Monster a pal? You, you thought he was like, it kind of gives you hope in a way when you're just like, oh, wow, I'm never going to find a partner. Yeah. And I'm then, too addicted to cookies. Then Cookie Monster and Gonger now. You, can't, you think of them now. You think of Cookie Monster as half of the team. It's a... Uh, it's a great pairing. Yeah. Now I got a couple uh, a couple things for you on this because uh, everybody's been talking about this this week. Everybody, uh, I think you know there Did was. We get any more death threats from Muppet people who don't no, like? No, I think I don't Go- like Gonger Gonger was a real olive branch. Uh, was a real olive branch because I know you know uh, the um, episode uh, you know sort of exposing Gonzo as kind of a fraud and and this and that. People the, the Muppet community uh, got a, a bit up in arms about that. Uh, but Muppet Gonger, community. everybody Gonger seems to be the universal Gonger mm-hmm. and Cookie Monster. Everybody. Loves them. Everybody is. Everybody was glad to hear uh, that this is a, a pro Gonger podcast. Uh, there was a question though from Alex Sanchez uh, at doublethreatpod at gmail dot com. Uh, where do where do you fall on Fraggle Rock? Where does Fraggle Rock uh, end up in the in the um, in kind of the pyramid of of um, of puppet shows? It's a good question, and I have I have my answer. Tommy, well, what you is your answer what first? is your answer? I like that pile of garbage. Marjorie the trash heap. Yes, I think she's. Uh, I feel seen. She's a strong Jewish woman who's got a really like great style. Like I think she wore like those fabulous cat eye glasses, and uh, she could sing. And wow. <laughs> okay, she's she's great. I like her. I don't. I'm not crazy about the Fraggles. I know what this fraggle has. Well, of course you do. Yeah, You're all knowing. I know that. This young fraggle has trouble. Troubles? I'm bringing you my troubles. I'm sorry. Sorry, not to be sorry. Trouble's my favorite thing. I like this. Is, if you've never seen me at Joe's Pub, it's basically this. It's great. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I like this. I like the garbage, the garbage heap. Gonger. Mrs. Mar- garbage. Garbage. What's her heap. name again, Brett? Uh, Marjorie uh, the trash heap. Marjorie the trash. Marjorie heap. the trash heap. Is, don't let uh, don't say... let Randy Rainbow know about that because that's uh, that's too easy. He'll oh, be like, did you see Randy Rainbow easy. has a new song? 
He does. Yesterday, he has a George, a George Santos song. Yeah. yeah. But but Tom, he does something crazy in it, which I yeah. never in a million years would have guessed. He was funny. Do you know about this, Brett? <laughs> what did you say? He was funny? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Randall Rainbow. He's fine. He's rolling in it. <laughs> um, Brett, did you see the new George Santos Randy Rainbow? Uh, I did. I, I I sort of briefly watched it on mute on my phone uh, to get the idea of it, but I have not watched it. Uh, well, he with does. Audio. He does. Uh, what is it? A song from Mary Poppins. I forget mm-hmm. which one it is. But then in the middle, he just it becomes a medley, and he does "Hey There, Georgie Girl." Which I never would have expected in a million years. He's cracking it open. It's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like Matt Gates. You've got a lovely forehead. Or yeah. something. Julie, right there, you just, you just beat anything he ever said. Well, it's very <laughs> strange, but I would just say, in terms of mm-hmm. Muppet Hall of Fame, Muppet Hall of Shame, we could say mm-hmm. Marjorie the Trash Heap. Cookie Monster and Gonger are mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, and we did Amazing. receive, yeah, uh, we 100%. were contacted on Twitter by uh, puppeteer Warwick Brownlow Pike, who is the puppeteer of Gonger. Amazing. I've uh, extended, extended an invitation to uh, Warwick and Gonger to come on the show. I'll let you know how that goes. Um, but was very excited to see him. Uh, I guess he's got a, uh, what do you got, a Google alert for Gonger? I don't know. But he's, uh, but God bless a him. Gonger alert. Yeah, Gonger alert. Yes. Perfect. He uses Gmail. Mm-hmm. Gonger mail. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I would love it if Gonger came on the show. That'd be We want to have amazing. Gonger on the show. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I went to see uh, Avatar Way of Water in IMAX. 3D and it was actually being projected on Matt Gates's forehead. <laughs> I feel like he and James Cameron would totally get along. And I only say that because this guy's a piece of garbage. I, I don't make fun of people's personal appearance. I'm only doing it because he's a piece no. of garbage who he started it. I'll end it. He totally did. Creep. You think he's been to Toothsome? No. He would he he knows the dessert menu at Hooters. He's the kind of person that like has had dessert at Hooters. We got any of that peanut butter chocolate pie tonight? Got any peanut butter chocolate pie? Is Nick Adams still alive? I haven't heard from like I haven't heard. Oh, you didn't hear? He slipped on a bag of M and (laughs) M's and broke his back. Is he in one of those full body casts that they oh, thought was I so funny M&M's. in the movies? Oh, I hate these M&M's. These are not alpha food. Yeah, no, it's candy, you idiot. <laughs> What's Nick Adams up to these days? All right, I'm Nick checking Adams out right now. Um, let's see. A, let's let's see a, a recent. I mean, yeah, I mean, tweets as recent as uh, as ten minutes ago. So let's see what. Uh, let's see if he's got he's any highlights. Disappeared here. from my. A log, a log, a log, a log, a logarithm. He's kind of lost his, uh, he's lost his mojo a little bit. Mm. He's kind of—that's what I'm sensing. Yeah. yeah, Julie nailed it. He needs to have a new uh, target. Uh, here you go. Or this tar-jay. was three hours ago. Yeah, see, this one just is sort of off base. This was three hours what did he ago. Say? Uh, more music about God and the Bible, less music about crime and drugs. Yeah, he's losing That's it. Sure, he's fading. More music about God and the Bible. Yeah. He- <laughs> Yeah, if only there wasn't a whole 
a whole brand of music about that. He needs more about, music uh, about God. Do you know about his? Uh, uh, this was like the last thing he was kind of he was kind of doing. His last gimmick was a. Uh, do you know about foursomes with the boys? Were you were you there for that for that uh, era of Nick Adams? Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm familiar with that concept. He uh for Nick Adam in Nick Adams' world, foursomes with the boys is when you go golf golfing with three of your buddies. Um, oh. But it's a phrase that he started using, and of course people were like making fun of him for it or kind of, you know, uh uh yeah. just giving it back to him. Yeah. Uh, but he really doubled down and so he's been he's been tweeting about uh how much he loves foursomes with the boys mm-hmm. uh for <laughs> uh, still doing it. It's been a couple yeah. weeks. Um and um, yeah, so that's kind of that's your that's your Nick Adams update. Sure, that's a whole lot of nada. Seems like he needs a new yeah. crazy thing. Yeah, that's not an orgy. This is an orgy. That's not a foursome. <laughs> um, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Six hours six hours ago. What's your favorite male owned business? What did he say? Well, that's it's a question he put out. He's uh, asking, "What's our favorite male-owned business?" What's your favorite male-owned business? Oh, Jeepers! Right back, Rikers think Island. So few, there's so few. Well, let me think. Rikers, Guantanamo. Yeah, all of them. The Vietnam Memorial. <laughs> there's only the only the female-owned businesses I know: Annie Ann's Pretzels and Julie Klausner dies. <laughs> Annie Ann owns her own pretzels. This is oh, yeah. huge. Yeah. Good for her. Oh, I'm going to Annie Ange, and this is woke. It's, he would these go are to woke pretzels. He will. He'll only go to Uncle Albert's. We're so sorry, <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Albert's. <laughs> yeah. That your pretzels have managed to become dry. Yeah. But let's We're get. We're so sorry. <laughs> Sorry, just one more here for the for the record. Sure, sure. They uh, hate this. Boobs, beers, boys. They hate this. Boys. Yeah, he's really he's kind of this was this was at three twenty a.m. He's he's <laughs> now when he I'm says the... they does he mean asexuals because of those three things? Yeah. No, Julie, we're in a culture now that does not celebrate any of those three things. So he's into boys and boobs. That's cool. Yeah. Is he Pan? It's Labyrinth? Yes, yes, he has the two eyes on his hands. Now, Brett. Oh, yeah. What do you got for us? I've week? got so much. This this is a fun, old-fashioned episode of Double Thread. It's just Tom and Julie and clips that you submit, and we're having a lot of fun. So I got I got a lot of clips because we've had we've had a lot of great guests lately. Go back and check out episodes with Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys, Ricky Lake. Oh my God, yeah. uh, Langston Kerman and David Borey. We've had so many good guests lately. Oh, they were so fun. They that were great fun. last week, and yeah. we've got more. Um, and people have asked on Discord what the uh, last week I hinted at. Uh, one second, sorry. Yeah, let's get a little water in there. We got a little water. That's my you bad. You okay, Brett? Oh, I'm got great. Water. You got a little Couldn't Clint be Eastwood. Better. So the next thing you're going to be talking about a chair, uh, to- talking to a chair on stage. Like Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Get some Eastwood vibes going I think that would be a great one-man show. Yeah. For who, Clint Eastwood or the chair? <laughs> 
What if we did that a one chair? One of the things they argue about is who's the, it's like, and who's the dummy? I, I just was going to ask him a couple questions. I just, I just got to ask you. Is that on the soundboard, That's Brett? on the soundboard, baby. Wow. Yeah. Way yeah. to go, buddy. A little slow on the draw, but I'm getting better. Mitt no, Romney. you were fast and it helped because you were choking. It did help. It did help. He reached, he had a choice to reach for water or, <laughs> or the page three of the soundboard. I like those priorities. I got to figure he, out a better system. No, because I had to think like, did I put it under think of a better RNC one. or did I? I have it under you Clint just Obama. Executed was magnificent. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yes. And I want to just say, you made the right choice. Show first, health second. That's the priority. That's how everyone at, on the Forever Dog. That's what Joe tells you. Show first, health second. My my goal is to die on the boards, to die yeah. in the booth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Go out with a smile on my face. Sure. Like in the movie, smile. Yeah. Yeah. Or Joker. You know the one the one miscalculation they made in Smile? I liked Smile a lot. The one miscalculation, the very first uh, girl who does the smile in the very beginning is by far the best at it. She has the best version of the smile, and so she raises the bar so high that everybody else in the movie that does the smile, it doesn't quite reach up to the heights of this. You know, So they peak in the first five minutes, smile-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my problem with Smile was that it was a horrible movie that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brett. That's okay, not my experience. We gotta agree, but I, to, I, we gotta agree uh, to disagree sometimes on, on horror, yeah. especially. I oh, think I love it. This guy Definitely ran. things that either press your buttons and... You just are like, Julie would have wanted a trigger warning for that. Julie, you don't have to apologize. This guy runs this podcast. It's one of the snobbiest things I ever heard in my life. Well, they watch like Igmar Bergman movies, yeah, right? Exactly. They're like Bergman yeah. versus Ant Man. And I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. boy, that's not fair. They're so caught up in uh, Jeannie Deedleman. <laughs> oh, Jeannie Deedleman. Yeah. You gotta see Jeannie Deedle. Turns out it was the best movie ever made. Jeannie Jeannie Deedle. Oh, is that the one where she makes a meatball for twenty minutes? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I Three hours. Jeannie me. Jeannie. And, and what happened? You threw away like all the like everything Mike Nichols ever did. Yeah. They're like, oh. You go patooey and you throw it in the yeah. fluey. Yeah. Wait till you. Come on. Have you seen any of the ones you promised you'd never see again? I have not. No, I even uh, tweeted a photo of uh, uh, there was a point last year where Amy uh, was watching the Driller Killer uh, in our living room Mm -hmm. uh, after we put Sandy to sleep. Mm -hmm. Calm down, everybody. She's watching the Driller Killer, which was uh, one of the uh, movies that we put in the trash cannon. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I put I I concerned about your ability to resist the Driller Killer as much as I am like other Bigger movies. I actually that. really like the Driller Killer. Well, that was a hard one for me to. I never saw that one. Julie, surprisingly good. Abel Ferrara lives in their attic. Oh, you got to call an exterminator for that. Yeah. Also, how do you get out of the Chelsea Hotel? I put bars on those windows. <laughs> they were chocolate bars. Hey, Brett. He ate right through them. Brett, he'll be calling from upstairs. Brett. Hey, Brad, whose toothbrush was that? That's a good toothbrush. I like that toothbrush. Sounds like he could have been a good, a good stand-in if they if Minute Maid wasn't able to get Robert Loggia for that uh, commercial. Yeah. He'd be a real, he'd yes. be the next call. I think mm-hmm. he was maybe down on the list, and I and I have a theory that there was a list. That's yes. my theory for that commercial. The Loggia. Was that Loggia was not the first choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Eddie D's. Billy. Hey, Billy. Billy. Uh, hey, Billy. My orange juice, Billy. Billy, listen to your mother. It sounds like that Muppet. Your mother's right. Yes! Billy, your mother's right. Yeah. Yeah. I have the isolated grunt. Yeah. 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 Now, Brett, you got any clips for us this week? Oh, do I? I've got... I don't know. I don't know. I asked. You tell us. Oh, it's Clip City this week. We got so many great clips that people have been sending in. And thank you so much for sending those in. You know, we... uh, Seriously. Hang, hang with us. We always get around to a good old Clips episode, and here we are. Uh, so uh, let's see what we got here. I got a few. Let me let me throw out some. I got, if I can, I got I got five clips I want to show you. Okay. Five clips. Uh, and I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the names, and you tell me where we start. I'm gonna let you guys. This will be like a jukebox. You tell me. You tell me where we're going first. So here are the clips. I got one called Sunglasses Jack. Sunglasses Jack. I've got one uh, called Bruce Springsteen Three Stooges. I've got one called Iowa Husband Calling Competition. I've got one called Columbo ASMR. And I've got one called David Letterman Obsessed with Drums. Oh, I've seen the drums one. That's a classic. So good. We maybe end with that. That's a real feel good. Sounds one. good. Yeah, let's Sounds end good. with that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to slot that into five. I, okay. would, I would say my reaction to that list just from a purely like if people are listening to this show to get a rise out of us which i think they do sometimes people Mm. like getting a rise out of us they do they like getting a rise out of us then the bruce springsteen three stooges thing to me seems like it's it's challenging that's a fun one women to hide i have seen it i can watch it again please let's see it and is this this seems new, right? Is this is this, this is a, on the most recent tour, the okay. tour that's going on right now that people were paying four thousand dollars a ticket. Just remember that. Some people are paying four thousand dollars a ticket, and this is this is what they're getting back. So we've got Bruce here. Uh, yeah, this is sort of you know, in between songs where what uh Tommy and look t- at all the men in the front row, like how <laughs> this is first of all, this is during the part of Rosalita, when it's the he's supposed to go, wow, Rosalita, jump, like like that's what it's building to the part when it builds okay, and it. builds and builds, and this is what they're doing during that part of the oh, show. God. Now. Okay, I'm dreading. Mm-hmm. So Stevens tweaking his ears and slapping him on the head like Mo. Grab his like belly, like his tummy. Jake Clements poking him in the eyes like Mo and. Doing a little ball, they're pinching the cheeks, turning the nose. But they're doing like a three stooges thing to him as if he's curly. Yeah. Say one thing, he's selling seats to the people behind the stage. Not a great move. Uh, a little bit of a cash grab when you sell those. So everybody can look at the back of Nils Lofgren. What a thrill that is. I mean, yeah, it looks like they're having fun. I'm glad someone is. Yeah. I'd rather not pay $4,000 for that brand of fun for others to have. I mean, Tom, is there any precedent for this? Or is this sort of a new tr- a new thing they've rolled He's out? He's always done corny stuff. And it's f- used to be fun. But it's just like it also at that point wasn't $4,000 a ticket. 
I mean, they're also older guys. Yeah. So when -hmm. you're an older guy and you're doing a bit, you have Mm -hmm. to keep in mind what that looks like because it could look like it could just make people sad. It's elder abuse, especially with physical comedy Mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah. As you get older, Mm -hmm. you might want to do less. Less of it. I agree. So people aren't laughing at you or getting really sad. Yeah. This made me a little sad. I have to I have to say. I want to kill myself right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so sad. Mm-hmm. Is there another like a uh, routine like an old classic routine uh he could sub well, this out for? He does the silly him? walks. He does the silly the Ministry of Silly Walks at one point, right Tom? He does that. He does Susquehanna Hat Company. Um <laughs> who's on first? All the old vaudeville routines. Uh, he plays three card Monty at a part in the show. At one point, he did takes the Laurel. He did both parts audience. of the Laurel and Hardy dance. He does. And yes. they and Bruce, Bruce's whole thing is his shows are very long, and that appeals to people, right? Because yes. I will say, in theater, people are smart enough to know to tout the benefit of a show by saying it's short. That's mm-hmm. kind of the thing in theater where you say there's no intermission and it's an hour and a half and people say, oh, okay, I think I'll buy a ticket for that. Yeah. Not this. But the the Springsteen, like, it's going to be four hours long thing to me. Even when I was growing up, I remember hearing that and thinking, like, that sounds like a threat. Yeah. There's a punitive quality to it. It's like, it's like when sex goes on for too long. <laughs> and you're like, at a certain point, this isn't about like, this stopped being fun and it's more about you proving yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just about, and at a certain point, it's just about friction. It is just about friction. I don't like it. I'd pay $4,000 to get out of it. If I had a ticket mm-hmm. and I had to go. Yeah. And, th- and I said, how long is it going to be? Mm-hmm. And they told me it'll be about four hours. And they're like, and I was like, okay, how many of the songs will I know? that would be like about three. <laughs> about three. And um, and at one point they pretend to be the three stooges. I'll be like, well, that I'm actually kind yeah, of. Don't worry. Hour three and a, at the three and a half hour mark, they will do their three stooges routine. <laughs> I can see. Because, you know, that expression of like, what would you pay? Mm-hmm. Or like, what would you have to be paid? I'll put it this way. I would have to be paid. Let me think here. To, if it really is a four-hour show, mm-hmm. at least five thousand dollars. I wouldn't do it for less than a thousand dollars an hour by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. You think I'm crazy? No, not at all. No, I think you, that you would go to it. Makes for sense. Free. I would go to it for free. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would also pay a normal ticket price for it. Right to see it. Right. $5,000 is my price. $5,000. You need to get $5,000. I would need to get $5,000 or I would pay $4,000 to get out of it. Sure. That guy, uh, the Tootsums guy, probably thought he was going to be seeing Bruce Springsteen every night when he got that Adam $40 Lim- million. Adam Limley? Yeah. Now he can't. He can't afford those tickets. Brett's he's, he's, buying on his house. He's on the hook for 40 million bucks. 
Brett, Brett already sent a drone over there. Look, yeah. Adam, count your blessings. Sounds like you got a, a great kid at home. You got a nice house. You don't need Universal's money. Let them have. You know how that hard it is, is to like, run that twosome all, factory. Let them have the. It's the. It's nothing but trouble. I bet his kid is thirty at this point. <laughs> that happened yeah. in two thousand three, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I'm actually say to Adam? Circle back on one eight hundred Santa Claus. Circle back on one eight hundred Santa Claus. Yeah. And don't tell anybody unless you got an NDA or some kind of contract. Look. Um, Brett, will you re- buy the domain? Brett, will you please buy the domain for one eight hundred Santa Claus Let's for see us? If it's available. I'm going to call it right now. GoDaddy.com. Oh, don't use them. I don't know who else to use. Domain. I, I use Domain.com. Domain.com. Mm-hmm. Domain. I'm just checking the, the availability. The little website I run where it's not human trafficking. Don't worry. 1-800-SantaClaus.com is available. Bada bing. Hollywood, what's up? I'm talking to you. Yeah, how late are you till? Till 6.50. Okay. Do you take uh, credit cards? Yes. Okay. Uh, and not cashier check? Say that you're Brett. No, no, no. Okay. Don't. Okay, thanks. This is Brett. Steampunk Brett. I'll see you then. <laughs> I am not going to be able to show my face in there again. You're not <laughs> Steampunk Brett. You don't have to be Steampunk Brett all the time, Brett. It's easy not to be Steampunk Brett. You just don't trust Steampunk. People won't know it's you. Yeah. Look, they're, they're doing the math over there right now. There's like, there There's is. no math. Because they, they, they don't have a lot of repeat customers. You know, they get a lot of people in a rush who need yeah. a thing for a thing. They got Wait, one. Wait, who did you just call? That was Hollywood Toy and Costume. No, that was Hollywood Toy and Costume. It was? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, let's see. On the one hand, we got this one guy who comes in, who comes in twice a month named Brett. On the other hand, we got this person who keeps calling, saying they're steampunk Brett. They're going to they're gonna do the math on this. <laughs> Calling one eight hundred Santa Claus. No, I called Hollywood Toy and Costume. <laughs> Unless that was Santa Claus. <laughs> Brett, I'm sorry. I retract my. I retract what I said. I it's thought that right. I didn't realize that was Hollywood Toy and Costume. Yeah. Um, well, unlike the movie Smile, I think we actually started. I think we started with the bar pretty low there with that Bruce Springsteen clip. I think we're okay. going to get better and better as we go along okay. here. Okay. It's the opposite of a limbo contest. All right. All right. I'm ready. Now, next up is a fellow that I think you're going to love called Sunglass Jack. Sunglass Jack. You can find him on Instagram and TikTok. And I got to give a shout out to uh, uh, our good friend Jason Gore over at the best show for turning me on to Sunglass Jack. Uh, he, uh, showed me this guy a while back and I've been, I've been tracking his every move ever since. Uh, and he is, uh, he's a, he's a sort of comedian impressionist. Um, but he, he does this, it's hard to describe. He does this really sort of bizarre impression of Jack Nicholson. Uh, and that's kind of his whole deal. Mm. He just does this Jack Nicholson impression and then he'll do little sort of skit, skit kind of videos and things. Uh, so this is what he posted for International uh, Women's Day, uh, which uh, uh, was okay. was last week. Um, so it just the post is just Happy International uh, Women's Day, and um, here is sunglass. Oh, I like where this is going. Jack already. sunglass. Jack looks like he's in as good as it gets era. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, very like Nancy Myers, the sort of later rom com era of Jack Nicholson. Hawaiian shirts, mm-hmm. so absolutely. Forth. Um and what 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 are you seeing here before I press play? 
We're seeing a guy who looks like he thinks he looks like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> he looks more like Jack Nicholson than I do. That's true. Um, and he's outside of a, a door of some sort of office or business that we can't tell what it is yet. He's reaching for the door. That's right. And there's a, there's a, a woman approaching the door, uh, and he's he's uh, he's also approaching the door. So here we go. Sunglass Jack. Here you go. Thank you. Happy Women's Day. Oh. <laughs> One more time. Here you go. Happy Women's Day. Okay, I so like this. He's under the impression he does an amazing Jack Nicholson. It's not bad. It's not bad. No, that's the thing. It's not bad. It's better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. We've got some other ones down here. Let me see what else Sun Jack Does Sun he Glass get Jack pepper sprayed to. in any of these? I haven't does seen him get pepper him? sprayed. Here he's in a bathrobe. Let's see what this is. Happy day after Oscars. <laughs> I think I would. Happy day after Oscars. I like this. I think I won. Okay. So that's kind of his, that, that one's a little more representative. They're, they're, gotcha. they're kind of like trippy. He sort of does this weird off-putting impression and just sort mm -hmm. of stumbles around and, and says something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. I, 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 I like it. Sunglasses Jack. Yeah, check out Sunglass Jack on a... TikTok and Instagram worth a follow. Mm -hmm. uh, he's getting he's getting the, the production value too is getting better. He must be he must be he must have got some some sort of sponsorship deal or something because he yeah. keeps he keeps throwing more and more money into these videos. Some VC action. Brett, we book uh, Captain Jack on the show. And that's all I all I was hoping to hear. Yeah, if I got a green light on Sunglass Jack, I'll definitely reach out. Oh, him? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Who who do you want? Captain Jack, he masturbates. What else does yeah. he do? He'll get me high tonight. He'll get you high tonight. And he masturbates. Um, so, no Sunglass Jack on the show, though. We don't want him. Zero Sunglass Jack. We want Gonger. You know what we should get is that we want Gonger and then that, that new uh, mascot, uh, Brett. Yeah, I don't let's. Want um, him on. Yeah, this is very you exciting. You heard about this, Brett? I mean, um, Tom, have you heard about the new mascot for one of my teams? I have not. The Trailblazers got a new mascot. I am intrigued. So and the, he's terrifying. Mm -hmm. The Trailblazers debuted a new mascot, and of course, that is Julie's favorite uh, NBA team. Mm -hmm. uh, is the Portland Trailblazers? Um, uh, they have a new mascot called Douglas Fur. Douglas Fur. Uh, and uh, there's kind of multiple puns going on here because, of course, Douglas fir is those, you know, a Christmas tree. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but it's spelled Douglas uh, fir f u r, um, and he is basically uh, like a big, like a Bigfoot. He's like a he's like a Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, I thought he was just a monkey. Um, I think he's supposed to be a Bigfoot. That may be. Maybe I like him better now because when I thought he was a monkey, I was scared. <laughs> um. I would, it's probably some, for the Pacific Northwest, I would guess they'd make it, oh my God. 
So Douglas Fir is on the screen now. I don't like him. I don't like this mascot. Also, why is he holding a razor? Why is he wearing a girdle, first of all? And why is he in the back room? Is he about to like set off a bomb? Is he going to move those wires around? Looks like he's on a plane. Like he's. He's an agent of chaos and I hate him. Not a Ah! fan. Not a fan of that. I don't like it. I don't think his mouth moves. I think those teeth are all like soldered together. Mm -hmm. I don't like how oddly in shape he is. He's weirdly jacked. Uh, his face is way too defined and yes, and he doesn't big. have fun googly like gritty googly eyes. He has like open eyes that they're just like stuck open. Like, he yeah. looks like he could be in the movie Smile and Brett's favorite movie Smile. He is yeah. doing the smile from Smile, way too intense. This does seem to be sort of a post gritty thing though. I think everybody now is looking for their gritty, but gritty is cute and funny and he's also yeah. got a big belly pelvis and this guy is he's got like deltoids first of all he's got like yeah. big furry deltoids i feel like i'm in freaking p-town in yeah. a bad way for once mm-hmm. and then when you yeah. scroll down so i can see mm-hmm. his body i can't believe i just said that but i did yep. mm-hmm. he's wearing like a tartan vest yeah he have pants on let's get a body shot here one second Body pick? Question mark. I don't like this at all. I might have to change teams just because of this. Uh, I do feel is, that you have the right to to reevaluate things. He is based not on wearing this. pants at all. He's just wearing a vest, and he's otherwise naked. Mm-hmm. Tom, do you see this? I, I uh, Julie, I <laughs> I do. Do you um? Oh no! They're saying he's a he's like a hipster. They're calling him a hipster Sasquatch. Great. Uh, I don't know. So he's a nepo baby, first of all, because Sasquatch is this Douglas Fir's father. Ugh. Total total nepo baby. So I will put this out there. I'm open to other team pitches. Wow! Your head could be later. turned. Your head could be turned, as they say. Could on be Love turned. Island. I'm open to it because. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you wake up one day and the person you've chosen is all of a sudden like, I'm gonna start wearing chain wallets. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, okay, and then you're like, and then they're like, I'm gonna start skanking everywhere I go. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the next thing you know, they're skanking around. Yeah. And then they have a tiny little pork pie hat on, and you're like, who did I marry? Mm-hmm. Skanking away, skanking away, I'm skanking away. Finally, the Jethro Tull, mighty mighty boss tones, combo mighty combo. Boosh. Add mighty, mighty boosh. boosh to that. Add the mix. boosh. Yeah. May the boosh be with you. Yeah, may the boosh be indeed, and and also with you. Douglas Fir <laughs> does seem like a mighty boosh character. He seems maybe be mm-hmm. well suited for that world. I think even those guys would be like, it's a bit too weird. Yeah. A bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit too ugly. A little too weird, isn't it? Yeah. Between this bad Bruce news. Springsteen clip and this Douglas Fur, I'm in a bad mood. Oh, well, I got I Yeah, got you got to cheer us up now. Oh. Sunglass Jack. Yikes. You better. Is the antidote more cowbell? Oh, let's see what we got here. Um... Oh, this is fun. This is uh, this was um, 
This was sent in by my friend Joe, who I stayed with in New York during our live shows. You remember Joe? Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah, thanked of course. Him. Yeah, you thanked him multiple times. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Really appreciate him. Didn't uh, come to the show, but didn't come busy. to the show. He had a wedding, show. right? He had a wedding. He was there in spirit. Uh, this is... Uh, he was there in spirit. Oh, absolutely. The oh. whole time at that wedding, he was thinking about us. Yeah. Oh, if only I could be at that... It... Okay. It's one thing that By he the way, wasn't if you're there. our friend and you didn't go to any of those shows, we know. Like yeah. we have a list. Oh, we have talked about every single person there, this that is did not, not show we'll, up. Like that we will a forget, b move past. No, never. No, we know who didn't show up. We remember who didn't show up. I remember who didn't show up more than I remember who did, which is my problem. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So, Joe, your pal. Uh, my friend Joe do? sent this in, uh, and it was also sent in, uh, to give credit where credit's due, uh, by at HeathDG on Discord. People are also sending in clips on the Discord. Um, and this is the uh, uh, something that happened at the Iowa State Fair. I believe they do this every year. Uh, and it's called, you've heard of bird calling competitions? Yes. Oh, yes, well, I have, this yeah. is a husband calling competition. Yeah. Uh, where um, uh, Iowa people in Iowa with husbands they they do a sort of bird call style uh, mm-hmm. like they're calling like their husbands in the other room yeah. and they're calling uh, they're calling. So we did not do this him. on the show. We did not watch this yet. We have not watched this on the show. Okay, you've seen this though, Tom. You have I a memory of have. like one of those deja vu things of. Let's see. I can see it again. It is, uh, yeah, the Iowa Husband Calling Competition. We have not done this on the show. Here it is. Bob! 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 Hurry up! I don't want to be late! Bob, hurry! Hurry! Bob! This is the fifth place winner. This is also... You could also just call this, like, auditions for a John Waters movie. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) These people look like it does look like an open casting call for yeah Baltimore like yeah how like or here's the lines Bob Bob I don't want to be late yeah who's this gal who's this star oh this is the uh, fourth place winner This is our winner. Can you hear oh. me? You get yourself in here right now. Come on. You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Roy? Roy, 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 Roy. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You can't what? Go on. Without entering the contest. Without and en- yeah, no. Come on, Tom. We'll put that out. We'll put that little hat on you. Yeah. Granny glasses down your nose. We'll give first, you some yeah. nice black lipstick. The first place winner is dressed like uh, what's her face on Hee Haw. Well, she's doing a little bit of Granny from Beverly Hillbillies, but I'm also seeing some Jim Varney, like some mm-hmm. of his characters. You know, the subtler kind yeah. of 
choices. Who, who am I thinking of? The country. From Hee Haw? Yeah. I don't, I'm not as well versed with the stylings of the, the Brett, sketch you're comedy from stylings. You're oh, from Georgia. Sure, you're sure. from Georgia. Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl from Hee Haw. Yes. I will say the first place winner really, I like her strategy because she she went the hardest in terms of she has a costume, she has a whole thing. It was going to be embarrassing if she, she... I mean, she's also like the only one who kind of put an outfit together. Everybody else yes. is doing mm-hmm. state fair chic, which is a baseball yeah. cap that is like American yeah. flags yeah. sort of collaged all over it. Mm. Yeah. And some kind of t-shirt where you're like, I wouldn't know where to buy a t-shirt like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shirts that you're not sure it's also like, people buy that shirt? Right, where it's like, where you're like, okay, that that if I had to describe the color of that t-shirt i would say purple acid wash yeah with some kind of like gingham overlay mm-hmm. i'm in a worse mood ah. I, I don't know i like watching women lose their minds in front of a microphone this is very punk this is very punk it's like this is like watching a lineup of karen finley diamida galas yeah. diamanda galas yeah and others. And others. Phoebe Legere. Mm-hmm. Other down. Hervé Legere. Yes. Peter Luger. Ruth Christ. <laughs> what if we do an act where we call ourselves Peter Luger and Ruth Christ? Together. And we again. come out and we play folk songs. Yeah. About how meat is bad. Yeah. Where have all the T-bones the gone? gone? Long time wondering. Where have all the T-bones, the T-bones gone? gone? Yeah. Or the porterhouse. Would you like some buttered buns? Mm. While you are waiting, leave has, room for dessert. Has anybody seen... My pork chops anywhere. Can you tell me where they've gone? They fed a lot of people. Um. We got bread. Oh, I I see what's happening now. I thought it was sort of we start or starting low and going up, but I think it's gonna. I think this is more of a U shape. We started in the middle and then we went down farther, and now we're coming back up the yeah. other side. Now we're headed back. Uh, in the right direction, because uh, these next, I got, I got, I got two more here, okay, or three more here that are gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, three, you're, more. three more. I'm sorry, I added one. I added one. You're, you're gonna love these. Um, so let's. Um, this is uh, this was sent in by our friend Colette in uh, of sure. uh, uh, formerly of Athens. Athens. Is she still in Athens or is she moved? That's yet. a great question. She in Colette of the locale? South. Well, uh, an Athens icon, uh, regardless, um, this is, uh, she sent in a video that is, uh, it's an ASMR video. What do you guys know about ASMR? It makes um, the prickles on the back of your neck stand up if you're, if you have a kind of a brain, a certain kind of brain. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I've, I've never been able to listen to ASMR. Okay, so we're already... We're already off on a bad. Fuck. I, I, I think you might. This might turn. This might turn you around on ASMR. Oh no! I'm just saying. I'm looking. I would look for one that would help me. 
make it have it make sense. Might We're have, still on might the have hunt. Found it. We might have found it because uh, this is a Columbo themed ASMR. Oh, uh, Columbo themed okay. ASMR, um, and it is a. Uh, I mean, wait, someone's tapping on the box set. Oh no, it's not actually Peter Falk. Oh no, no, no! It's 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 an ASMR artist. This is a, a Gothic Whispers on YouTube, um, okay. and she's got a a, a box set of uh, Columbo on DVD, and I think okay. she's gonna sort of talk you what through okay. what she's doing. Um, Great. Uh, this is a Columbo ASMR. Pickling the outside of the box that the Columbo box set comes in. It's tapping a box, a DVD Blu-ray box set of Columbo with fingernails and just whispering about how Columbo. When she loves it. She loves it even though he pretends to be stupid. I thought it's going to be, excuse me, Rash. <laughs> I, uh, just one more thing. I just wanted to ask you. You said you were at the ball game at seven o'clock. How would you have been able to make a phone call? <laughs> okay. Is it like this for most of the? Yes. Yeah, Worst yeah, mood. This is oh god. Oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah. This is crazy. All right, wait. She's. This is a twelve-minute video here. Something with a. Uh, oh my god. Let's see what's going on here. Now she's pulling out the individual DVDs and oh going God. through them. When poor yeah, Peter she, Falk she's unaware. She's from like, the... Yeah. She's like, it's in season three of Columbo. It is season three. <laughs> this three. Yeah, she's Basically, like, it's called the Swan Song. And the reason why I love it so much is because of Johnny Cash himself is in this episode. Wow, she's talking about the Johnny Cash episode. Yeah, that is the, the Swan so Song. Yeah. Johnny Cash plays a man, a country singer called Tommy Brown. Giving away the spoilers. She, she just gave away the plot line of the solution to that episode. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe put a spoiler alert on these ASMR yeah. videos. Yeah, seriously, lady. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna whisper spoilers to you until you what? Fall yeah. asleep? Yeah. Come? What's the end yeah. game here? Yeah, exactly. And it turns out Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. <laughs> and it turns out Kevin Spacey was Kaiser. Is that something? Can we do ASMR spoilers? Can we start that? Yeah. <clears throat> I would love it. But I am in a worse mood now. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, we have really, we're still, yeah, I'm seeing, we're still going down, but this is, it's going to loop back up here in a second. Now, I, okay. I kind of just miscalculated the the length of the initial dip, um, but we are, in fact, now about to come out of it. Uh, so this is, um, 
This is the video you said you had seen before. Uh, this was sent in by our pal Chucky, and it is uh, David Letterman obsessed with drums. I have not seen this. You have not seen this. Did Julie, you said you've seen this? This is the best. Yeah, this is David Letterman obsessed with drums. The title, ba ba title basically gives it away. Um, so I, I, I won't do any setup here. Um, this is uh, it's just a montage of David Letterman uh, like greeting the musicians after mm -hmm. the musical performances on on okay. Uh, okay on the Late Show. Here we go. Beautiful drums are these yours? Oh, those are nice. I love those. I love those. These are drums. They're beautiful. These are drums. They're great. Very nice. Thank you. Are those yours or rented? Beautiful drums. Are these your drums or rentals? Very nice. Are those are those your drums or those rentals? Oh, they're beautiful. Lenos? Beautiful. Are those yours? Nice. They're beautiful. Are those yours? They're gorgeous. Thank you very much. These are great. Are these yours? Those are very nice. Thank you very much. Boy, those are great. Are those yours or those rentals? Oh, those no. are very nice. It's David Letterman talking to all the people in the bands. I love it. I watched an episode last night of him with um, Scorsese and Scorsese's mom. It was around Cape uh -huh. Fear, and okay. his mom was showing them how to make pizza. Mm -hmm. You could not find a more natural woman on camera. There, there is no one more charismatic or just mm -hmm. organic as far as like being herself on camera, whether it's mm -hmm. television, film, any yeah. of it. Um, but also Bill Murray was there and he was just so clearly like called ahead and was like, hey, can I hang out for the whole show mm -hmm. and just crash people's segments and kind of come in and just sort of be myself and that sort of like early 90s Bill Murray way. Sure. Where he had more energy than he kind of ever did. Like there was there was a pep yeah. in his step around mm -hmm. that era that was different than in the 70s and it's kind of like fucking around sort of mm -hmm. flop sweat mm -hmm. yeah, this yeah. was just like i'm here like what are we doing yeah he's not he doesn't have to overwork to get to the same place no and then and uh, and then it was different from like tired bill murray which we've sort of had in the we've last had for a while yeah we have plenty but anyway he was um it was mm -hmm. it's a great episode if you look it up it was um it was a good one i love it i love it and i'm so crazy about that story about how in Goodfellas it was all improvised except for the only thing that she knew they did she didn't know that there was a spoiler alert body in the trunk all Marty told her was these guys are coming over you're gonna cook for them or you're gonna feed them it's the middle of the night and um the only line you have is have I showed you my painting <laughs> sure Amazing. that was the only destination mm -hmm. She had, and he said that, uh, that she cooked real food, and he goes, it was the middle of the night, so it was just a snack. It was just mm -hmm. eggs and potatoes and pizza. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> and that she fed the crew also. She had a whole mood. thing out back with eggs and potatoes and pizza. I'm in a worse mood, though. Oh. No, Tom, think about all that. Actually, to be frank, when I heard that, I was so hungry. I almost, like, yeah. ate everything in my refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Um. No, look, sometimes... Nope. Worse. Would it help to call Hollywood toy in costume again? No, it wouldn't. Oh, no. I feel like I burned a bridge with them. Bad news. I don't want steampunk Brett to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, one more call. They're gonna have a picture. They're gonna have a picture of mm -hmm. me You're at the have a picture entrance. Of someone with a, a blue scream mask. Mm -hmm. 
But the problem is I am now, I'm actually going to start addressing steampunk now moving forward. So this is like a self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy. When I go in there now, they're going to go, oh, that's, that must be steampunk bread. Yeah. I know. That's been the plan this whole time. Mm-hmm. Who should I call? Maybe if I do a call, it'll change my mood. Is Sweeney Todd steampunk? Well, the production that is going on right now, I've heard, is is. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And who's who's the lead in that? Josh Grobin. That's right. Josh Grobin. Congratulations to Josh Grobin. Congratulations. Congratulation. Let's see. Michael Bublé or Josh Groban? For what? Oh, just in general. I'll go with Groban every time. If you go with Groban, I'll take Bublé. Bublé's a little too, uh, little too, little too slick for my liking. Yeah, not like that ruffian, not like that punk rock. Yeah. Scallywag. Groban. Joshy, Joshy G. You got another clip? I got one more clip. Final clip. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. One okay. clip more. And the thing is, I thought that I thought the shape of the episode was a U. It's more like an L. We've been on a just a downward, gotcha. just a plummet uh, to the to the to the to the basement. But then there's a little lip at the end. Gotcha. That it's gonna gotcha. it's gonna swing okay. you back up towards the land I'm of ready. living. Tell me about this clip. Uh, this was sent in uh, by Deborah, who had a birthday recently. Happy birthday, Deborah. And Happy birthday. I just want to say that's not enough. It's it's not enough to get a clip on just because it's your birthday. But it was her birthday, and the clip was solid. So I said that's two for two. That's going to close out the show right there. Deborah uh, uh, signed off on her uh, on your love of Cookie Monster. She's a fellow Cookie Monster fanatic, okay. uh, and she wants you to watch the um, you know this thing that Cookie Monster does, Monster Piece Theater, Monster Piece sure, Theater. Of oh, course. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for this. His uh, the Sesame Street takeoff on Masterpiece Theater. Uh, you remember this, Tom? Vaguely. He has a pipe. I think he sat no. in a couch. With, I'm sure the woke people today wouldn't want him to have a pipe. Yeah, I guess they'd want him to have a trophy because everybody gets one. <laughs> so, okay, so Monster Piece Theater. Monster Piece Theater, and he goes by Alistair Cookie. Alistair Ooh, Cookie is his oh is his Monster <laughs> okay. Piece uh, Theater uh, uh, identity. And on this uh, episode of Monsterpiece Theater, he is introducing uh, Waiting for Elmo, which is their takeoff on Waiting for Godot, is Waiting for Elmo. Uh, so this is some highbrow children's entertainment yeah. here, starring the one and only Cookie Monster. And uh, I'm not one for this parody. I know I blasted the Muppet Show. Everything's a parody. Um, but at least this is this is a weird choice. This is a weird choice to parody, yes. so I'm into it. And Tom, this is the last, this is the last, my last... Uh, the last thing I got. So okay. if this don't do the trick, yeah, then I'm sorry. All right. Oh, hello there. This Alistair Cookie welcoming you to Monsterpiece Theater. Today, me proud to present a modern masterpiece. A play so modern and so brilliant, it makes absolutely no sense to anybody, including Alistair. Okay. Maybe you can figure it out. The puzzling story of two monsters waiting for their friend. A play called Waiting for Elmo. 
I wonder where our little friend Elmo is. He said to wait by this tree and he would come out and play with us, but he's not here. He's not here! Oh, but think about this. When Elmo finally shows up and plays with us, we will be so happy! We wait here all day, and he never shows up. Oh, that would make us angry. <laughs> How dare he keeps us by this tree, waiting, waiting. Right, hit pause, please. Waiting. So, it's Grover. Yes. And Tully. Telly. Telly. Are standing by a tree, a bare tree. I got a feeling that tree is going to talk or something. If it does, I'm going to be freaked out. I get, so then they're doing waiting for Godot, which, from by all accounts, is this play that is two <laughs> dipshits waiting for <laughs> the return of Christ. It's um, uh, they're waiting for Nick Adams so they could have a threesome. Yeah. I'm waiting for my boys. Oh, sorry, um, Julie. He does foursomes, foursomes exclusively. Yeah. yeah. So copy that. So they're waiting, and yeah. So this is like, yeah. Okay, I'm into this. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, let us give it another look. Maybe he's coming. He's still not here. What are we gonna do? What are we going to do? Well, maybe I should go and you wait for Elmo. But then I'd be all alone. And that would make me sad. Oh, so sad. Yes, that would be sad. Waiting for Elmo alone by a tree. Alone in the world. Waiting. 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 Okay, that does it. I've been Ah! standing out here waiting for this play to make some sense. I don't get it. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I'm out of here. Why couldn't they do Oklahoma? I understand Oklahoma. Oh, oh the tree is leaving. And then we'll set to wait by the tree. We will have to pull the tree. What tree? Wait, wait. Yeah, that's deep, deep stuff. Oh, well, now for something that makes a lot more sense. First of all, that's weirder than anything I've seen. <laughs> Everybody's saying, oh, anywhere, everything, whatever that, that movie is. Yes. Everything, mm-hmm. every, all the time. Anywhere, everything, all the time. Mm-hmm. This is a hundred times weirder than that movie. <laughs> and it was two minutes long. It covered literally 100 times the weirdness in literally one one hundredth of the time of the movie. It was good. That was good. And I just like Cookie Monster at the end said, deep, deep stuff. 
Yeah. Why couldn't they have done Oklahoma? I understand Oklahoma. And then the tree started singing. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Have you seen Oklahoma? I have not. What musicals have you seen? I'm curious. Uh, I saw Spider-Man turn on the dark. Oh, my God. I saw it seven times. <laughs> only two of the shows somebody died you at only two of them. You were a paramedic, right? Weren't you? You were <sighs> working yes, that I was show. working the theater. You were a coroner. Yes. You were looking for work. You were like um, my job outside was, yeah. with your hearse. My job was to try to catch Dr. Octopus when he fell from the... <laughs> Isn't it funny how close to Dr. Oz, Dr. Octopus sounds like it's going to be? And absolutely. And isn't it weird now in March of 2023 to think that a mere five months ago, we were wondering, will Dr. Mm -hmm. Oz be a president, a senator? Oh, yes. Senator Oz. Yeah. Senator Senator Oz. The idea that that was an actual possibility is insane yes him and the fellow from georgia brett boehm (laughs) senator boehm has a nice ring to it yeah a three ring circus yeah i want to be the first steampunk senator the first steampunk member of congress i like this that's what i want to hear i love this you you take a a blimp to work Mm -hmm. A Zeppelin. Yeah. A dirigible. Yeah. First thing I want to say is that the giant chicken is in drag and we need to uh, stop the giant chicken. Next thing we do need to do is pass a a day honoring Dance. Kent Bazemore. Yeah. I declare Jan I declare December twenty fifth to be <laughs> Kent Bazemore Appreciation Day. Here in the fine state Actually, they had 12 days. On the 12th day of Bazemus. On the 12th day of Bazemus, my true love gave to me a basketball. (laughs) It's like, is he filibustering? Like, nope, he's just talking. On the second day of Bazemus, my true love gave to me two tickets to see the Hawks and a basketball. Like if he's not filibustering, why are you interrupting? Why aren't you interrupting yeah, him? Yeah. On the third day of Christmas, my, on the third day of Bazemus, my <laughs> true love gave thoid? to me. It's always the part of the yeah. Southern accent that confuses me. It's like all of a sudden yeah. you're like the Three Stooges. Yeah. Three piece and a side, two tickets to see the Hawks and a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pointed out that one of the Atlant or the Georgia landmarks you should have directed us to, Brett, was the Cabbage Patch Nursery. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I've been there. I went there as a kid. Uh, I, uh, I didn't realize that was in Georgia. I've always wanted to go to that insane-looking, like, mental health facility. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of a, a hospital. It's where they birth the Cabbage Patch dolls. There's oh, a, I'm well aware. Giant, they harvest yeah. them. They harvest Thank them. Thank you. Uh, a giant tree in the center uh, where yes. and, and you can watch the birthing rituals, the mm. harvesting rituals. Uh, nurses come out. Uh, sure. Attendants come out, and they and they yes. pull children out from under the sort of Ironically, the, roots of the tree. Ironically, it's the best. It's the best healthcare in yeah, Georgia. Exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joshing you. No, we're just joshing. We just tease everyone. Oh, I know where Jordan. I'm from. Yeah, you don't have to. I got no illusions. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, I highly recommend it if you get to Georgia. Um, and uh, I do want to say, though, I remember that I was I was specifically recommending natural wonders in Georgia, uh, for which this would not be more uh, natural than a baby patch. That's the strip club Brett hangs out at. <laughs> natural wonders. Natural wonders. Patrick Ewing had a run in at natural wonders. Don't worry, actually. none of them shave. Yeah. They don't shave. They misbehave. Well, Go this sounds to like natural one. This is a I radio commercial. Yeah, I didn't realize Tom Carvel owned a. It's me, Tom Carvel. Yeah, yeah, yes, Mister Carvel. You like women? Sure. Yes, I do. Me too. Ugh, okay, sorry. Women. Come to natural one. This awful route. What is a highway in Georgia, Brett? Uh oh, uh go go to old uh, uh highway interstate seventy five. Off of interstate seventy five, <laughs> we have beautiful women as hairy as the mascot for the friggin' trailblazers. Douglas fur and food. Oh, and food. All the crunchies. <laughs> All the crunchies you can eat. Crunchies. That were rejected from health inspection for my Carvel ice cream palaces. Okay. In underheating lamps. So warm crunchies. Warm that are usually crunchies. on eat ice them cream face cake. first. Yeah. Trough style. Yes. Like dogs. Except dogs can't eat chocolate. Dogs. Dogs can eat chocolate. It's fine. <laughs> okay, Mr. Carvel. I don't know if that's true. That's uh, Dr. Carvel to you. Oh, you're like Dr. Oz, then. Sure. He's here right now. Yeah. He's punching uh, punching your tickets. Oh, that's great. And wristband. Is Herschel Walker there also? No, he's a, we haven't seen him in years. <laughs> he's busy he's watching been... Fright Night again. He fucked off. <laughs> he fucked off good. It is so funny that he rented, clearly rented Fright Night. What do you mean? Oh, when he quoted that. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that. It's so funny. So he was scrolling but, through Amazon and it was just right. like three ninety nine. All right, I'll do it. Sounds good. Yeah. He probably bought well, it. It's I mean, it's so no different than Trump Fright like Night. quoting Seinfeld when he was talking about like putting people like he was talking to the cops and he was like mm -hmm. talking about how like when you put people in the back seat of your mm -hmm. car, like and you cover their heads. Mm -hmm. That was like a Seinfeld joke. I want to talk to you about shrinkage. <laughs> We're so close to that. Yada, yada, yada. Or like three company plots. Yeah. We'll start recounting or yeah. like there was a. I want to tell you all about Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Herbert Hecula. Or that he's worried that like people are gonna pretend to be gay so they could live with two women, like yeah. three's company. Like that's his, like their new concern. Yeah, that would be. We should start a thing to see if we can turn that into an outrage. We're tired of people pretending to be gay, yes. so that they can live. 
they can be roommates with mm-hmm. uh, with, with women Chrissy they're not Janet. married to. Where they want exactly. Yeah. That's like that's one of the one of the time tested tricks. Yeah, there's a thing going on where straight men yes pretend to be gay yes so that they can establish residence with <laughs> unmarried women. <laughs> and the landlords are homophobic mm-hmm. and never want to have sex with their wives even though their wives are like arguably better looking than they are when you think yeah. about it but you yeah. really shouldn't. Yeah. No. Like Norman Fell being like, Bleh! like who the fuck asked you? Yeah, yeah. Like, mom, oh, Mrs. Roper is such a so. Ugh. Yeah. Like, well, then why did you marry her? Well, not she, her problem no. that you're not attracted to her. She was rocking that mumu, right? The caftan. What was she wearing? It was. I think. I think she would alternate. I think it would be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, and the weekend mm-hmm. would be a freaking. Uh, you know, like. Was it Mumu, Kaftan? Mumu, Kaftan, Mumu, Kaftan, Mumu. Yeah. Then what's boom, boom, Saturday, Sunday? Mutan, Kaf, Mu. Mutan, Kaf, Two. Two, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, that's my favorite Star Wars character also, Mutan, <gasps> Kaf, Two. He actually fought uh, Darth Sidious in uh, episode <sighs> three. Well, I'm in a better mood now. That that well, and Tom, can I put the this just came in hot off the wire. This is a real quick one. There's just a to wire. Put, just to put the cherry on top. Oh, that old wire the is always There's going. There's a cherry. So this is this just came in from Aaron from Aaron, uh, and this is uh, uh, a former guest of Double Threat, Elaine Boozler. This is on Elaine Boozler's Twitter uh, account uh, that Aaron just notified us of. This this was posted uh, last week. And let me show you here what we've got. This is going to be a very fun surprise here. So Elaine Boozler uh, posted like an old sort of vintage photo, sort of yellowing photo. Uh, And she says, rains flooded the garage. Got to toss all the waterlogged old press. So she's going through old press clippings from the garage. Wow. This is an instant follow if you're not following Elaine now because these are going to be fast and furious, right? Here's one. No, I think I noticed the. Here's I know one who that guy is on the Here's one after uh star it says, she says after stars and stripes we did stars and sweaters. So this is some like she's with three other guys here. <gasps> it looks like they're doing some sort of uh there's some ah! sort of comedy show. And she she identifies the guys. She says Oh no. Oh, my I God. see where the So it's a photo of she four says, people. It's Elaine oh! Boozler. Yes. And three it's guys. The amazing Jonathan. That's right. And she says, uh, she says she identifies the amazing Jonathan. Yeah. And then she says, um, Brett, make this a t shirt right now. Yeah. And just say the Beatles. <laughs> no, make a, a t shirt of Elaine's tweet with mm-hmm. this photo underneath yes. it. And she says, uh, the amazing Jonathan. Not sure, sorry, and Paul Provenza. So she's identifying them left to right. And the middle guy, she does not know. She says, not sure, sorry. And the middle guy is none other than our friend, John Kassir. John Kassir, who Elaine Boozler cannot remember the identity of. Uh, Seriously, can we please get that tweet on a shirt like now in the double threat store? I'm not even putting it on TSU. No, the proper double threat store. Brett, we're begging you. I would love Amazing nothing Jonathan. more. Yeah, I would love nothing more. Sorry, to do that. not sure, Provenza. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I'm obsessed with this. The and have shade. people told have people told her who that is in the comments? Let's see. Do you think he did? Oh, she says, uh, Twitter says the fourth man is John Kassir. So be it. <laughs> so be it. Wow. Oh, what did what did he do to her to have her be that? That's so blunt. Wow. She's so awesome. be it. What a uh holy shit. I like how it's not. Twitter says the fourth man is John Secu- John Kassir. Oops. Sorry, John. Nope. So, so be, be it. it. Period. Wow. That's kind of all you need to know, ain't it? Yeah. And if you're a new listener to the show, we have a history with John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. Uh, long story short, he uh, <laughs> ghosted us. He didn't show up when he was booked. And then when he finally did show up, he was, uh, he was uh, what shall we say? Salty. Super insulting. Salty. It was insulting to my partner, Julie Klausner Dies. Um, he talked about pizza, uh, <laughs> in a very strange, bizarre yeah. way. And he told us to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the owner of pizza hut hasn't talked about pizza for as long as <laughs> he talked about pizza on our not pizza themed podcast. What we just meant. If this show was called eight slices to heaven, which it might be at it some might point. Be, yeah. It was called the whole pie. Then, yeah, talk about pizza. We would still be at the end. It would be like he talked about pizza a lot today on our pizza related, our pizza themed podcast. I am obsessed. Hold with on, this it gets blue better. Blue. It gets better. It so, does not. It in can't. the comments. So no. uh, before I, I guess before she was convinced that that was John Casier, somebody suggested John Casier, and she goes, "Don't think so." <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Bart Basterna. Oh. Please, can we see more replies? And then he's proving that it's John Kassir. Oh, God. Is that what he... What is he doing in that photo? And and why isn't the gun pointed in the other direction? <laughs> yeah. The gun goes in the mouth, John. <laughs> Where the pizza goes. <laughs> in your pizza hole. Yeah, now she's being she's now super, she's being convinced. She's super friendly to people, and maybe it is. <clears throat> maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the rain. Yeah, that's it. So and Elaine does. I believe she does a lot of animal rescue as well. Mm-hmm. It's even in the her account name. Did you see her account name? Yeah, it's isn't it? What is it? Elaine uh, animals wow. and comedy booze. Mm-hmm. I mean. Shouldn't we both change our names to that? Shouldn't that be the name of Double Threat? Animals and comedy. It's like one of us is animals and the other one is comedy. <laughs> I we think take we're turns. two animals that do comedy. Is what we I just thought you were t- saying. Oh, animals in comedy. You. Amazing. This was great. And Thank if you're you, you, for saving the day, if you're a new, if you're a new listener of Double Threat, you can go back and check out our uh, Charles Grodin tribute episode that Elaine Boozler mm-hmm. was on. Uh, she was fantastic on that episode. Uh, also, uh, Martin Short and uh, Meryl Marco on that episode, uh, and then the John Casier episodes. Waiting for Casier. Hey, waiting for Casier. It all comes. Yeah, around waiting there. for Elmo. Waiting for Casier. Waiting yes. for Casier, and then the uh, episode 100 live stream when he finally showed up. Uh, those are some some gems in the old back catalog. Mm-hmm. Well. What a great episode. What a great time. You think time. so? I do. That was a lot of fun. We laughed so much. 
How are you doing, Tom? Are you back? Good. Uh, I am, I'm a little better. I think one okay. thing might put me over the top. Let mm-hmm. me see here. Yep. Let's see. the Toothsome Chocolate Emporium and Savory Feast Kitchen, located on Universal City Walk, Hollywood. Pick up, pick up, pick They're up. finally taking dinner reservations? At 11 a.m. We will gladly take your reservation on the business if they don't answer their phone. I'm telling you, Julie, it's a front. That'll get somebody at. That's where the steampunk apparel is, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <clears throat> we'll find you some steampunk apparel. You're going to make... You know what? Change the... Re- Tom, change the reservation from April 11th, because that's a Tuesday night. You have the best show. Ask about. Yeah, they hi. Have the um, my the name 15th. is my name is Steampunk Brett, and I was wondering, do you take credit cards? We take credit cards. Okay, and how late is the is the gift shop open? As late as the restaurant, or is that uh, two different establishments? No, they're, they're two different times. Uh, the retail section closes at nine p.m. today. Okay, and uh, do you think around six o'clock I'll have a problem getting into the gift shop? Is it crowded, or do I have to make a reservation for the gift oh, shop? No, the gift shop, you could just walk right through. The okay. Shop, you could just walk right because I really want to get my mitts on one of those uh, those goggles. Oh yeah, we we have a good few of them. Okay. Uh, do they come in different sizes, or is it one size fits all? It's one size. It's an adjustable strap on the back. Okay, because I have a uniquely large head, uh, and I just want to make sure. That it'll fit because I'm quite the steampunk enthusiast. Um, oh yeah, yeah, this is the place to be. Okay, and just is is Jacques going to be there tonight in the restaurant? Do you know? Um, I, I am pretty sure they do make the rounds like every thirty or every thirty minutes or an hour. Or so mm-hmm. okay, because my I love Jacques. My grandfather's quite scared of him, so I won't bring him tonight. Um, well. <laughs> I'll see you later. Hopefully I see you. And if I see you, I'll uh, give you old uh, Toothsome uh, salute. Yeah, absolutely. Bye-bye. <laughs> now I'm in a good mood. <clears throat> what, pray tell, is the Toothsome salute? <laughs> <laughs> He's a very nice guy. Are we going to need to very nice guy. some sort of three amigos looking thing? We're going to have to figure out the toothsome salute. All right. I'll just add it to my, my choreography to do. In that do guy's this. mind, he was like, that is the 45th weirdest person who I'm dealing with today. <laughs> that that one falls on the side of normal on the spectrum I deal with here. To like, ask if you need reservation to get to the gift shop so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and then... His grandfather is scared of Jacques. <laughs> He's quite scared of him. <laughs> Not his child, no. but his grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Why well, does it remind him of the war? 
His grandpa is scared of shock. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be something that guy tells everyone. Yeah, he'll be like. He calls it <laughs> yeah. his grandfather's afraid of shock. And what did he say? Jacques makes an appearance every hour on the half hour? Uh, like every half hour he makes the rounds. Um, and is that true from when you were there? Yeah, Jacques is. Yeah, Jacques around. came around our table. Yeah. yeah. The um, it, <laughs> to me the best part is this guy is going to go to the manager and say, "You're never going to believe the guy who just called me. His name is Steampunk Brett." <laughs> and then the manager is going to say, "Oh, I got a voicemail from Steampunk Brett." We have to Steampunk Brett has to change our reservation because, like I said, April 11th yeah. is a Tuesday. Yeah. But to be fair, Julie. I don't think they're putting the reservation in for Steampunk Brett for a couple reasons. <laughs> Three reasons, I'm going to say. Did not give a phone number. Did not give a time for the reservation. I don't know. Maybe they have caller ID and they'll call you back. Also, mm. did not. Also, started laughing and hung up. <laughs> that, that might be the third reason they don't make a reservation for Steampunk Brett. I'm concerned about this April 11th business. Well, we'll... We'll cross that road when we get to it. We'll All cross right, that road well, when we get to it. I'll, I'll work on the salute in the meantime. <laughs> the old toothsome salute. And I'll work on my my steampunk uh, look. You've got your costume to. to I'm a little worried they're not going to let me in. You know, they won't let you like they won't let you into Disney if you're wearing a uh, like a costume. Yeah, I'm That's wondering insane. if they. How could they not let you into a steampunk restaurant if you look like all the characters from Wild Wild West put together? Exactly. Because you know these places are obsessed with canon and this and that, and and they don't want anybody else. They don't want any well, amateurs showing up. So I got to really. Uh, yeah, they, gotta, they're worried. They, you go, you're like, look, I just, I like dressing like I'm in that uh, Smashing Pumpkins video. It's going to be so tonight. easy to put it together. We need to get you a duster, mm -hmm, yep. a top hat, yep. goggles, and then the rest is just all accessories. Yep. Like what your friend from Hollywood Touring Costume said on the phone. That's yeah. right. Watch, yeah. uh, watch fob, waistcoat. Um, mm. That's easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could probably piece this <clears> together, no problem. Yeah. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Double Threat. We'll be back next week with more surprises and guises. Yes, it's going to be a fun one next week. We know what it is. We can't tell you just yet. Get ready. It's a good one. We do? Oh, we, we do. It's going to be great. And if you want to watch oh. along these episodes with us, uh, <laughs> see all the clips, uh, watch the Mo Monster Piece Theater and this and that with us, we have video episodes available for you at foreverdog.plus. Sign up for foreverdog.plus. Uh, for a low monthly rate, get video episodes of Double Threat, get Ask Julie episodes, uh, get uh, ad-free Double Threat. It's quite a steal. Really, it is. So, thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.